Hello and welcome to the Talk Mystical to Me podcast. I am Randina Marie. And I am Kaylee Alexa. And we are the mother-daughter duo here to empower and enlighten your life, to help you on your journey of self-discovery and manifesting, where we talk about all things manifesting, from money to love to sex to men. Nothing is left out <laughs> in our beautiful convos. Nothing. Right? right? Speaking of what our topic is today, <laughs> are you allergic to his dick? <laughs> or is he just not the one? <laughs> or both, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so we decided to talk about this today because when I discovered that you really can be allergic to his dick, to him. So... It's so weird. It's so weird, but it's real. Say that though. (laughs) I know. I love it. No, like from a from a not daughter standpoint, amazing. Yes. From mine, like hearing your mother say dick over and over again, it's just so like (laughs) what movie am I in? (laughs) I feel like like, Okay, well let's take the friend role right now, like the bestie vibe. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you're my bestie because we're going to be talking about these kinds of things and I could see how it would be cringy it, for is you is it not weird for you if I talk about it if I take the friend role no but oh. because I'm like desensitized to it because <laughs> <laughs> when you can see why are you desensitized because this is what happened it, when you see in your life review you're going to see exactly this image this like scene oh. so the first time you told me that you had sex. We were driving in the car. <laughs> oh, no. We were driving in the car. And, heal that. and I'm so glad that my hair covers my face this way because it, when you were telling me, I'm like, don't you know, sub- like all communication is subconscious pretty much? I felt you. I felt your, you seized. There's no in the way for me to not. I felt like, you. It was like time stop. Unexpected, just <laughs> random, like, here, here's the information. Stops. I was like, ugh. Even when Deegan, it was the same. Uh, I didn't know. Deegan never told. We don't have to bring him into this. I I talk. Deegan is her brother. I talk to my children (laughs) about everything. Like they can come to me and talk to me about everything. They can talk mystical to you. They can talk mystical to me. They can talk about sex to me. Mm -hmm. And it's just like an open conversation now because especially with her brother, it's I, I was so desensitized because the things that he would say that his friends were doing at these crazy young ages, you have to just take a deep breath and let them say <laughs> what they need to say and then collect yourself and be supportive. You know, I could never talk about these things to my parents. Uh, no. I didn't even talk about sex with them ever. I wouldn't have if I were you either. <laughs> I wouldn't be 100 with you. And most people can't. And so I wanted to have a different relationship with yeah. my kids. And look at us now. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> When she told me, it, uh, my body did seize and my eyes just like popped open and I was like, oh, here we go. You know, it's like, this is the time to go into it. So it's not really weird for me because, I mean, I, I've been there through so many things that you've gone through and... Every, yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. And from a child standpoint to a parent, I could see how it would be weird because it's like, ew. You know, it's like little it's just kids. interesting. Yeah. Stuff, it like... 
It definitely like sends shockwaves to a different part of the brain that's been inactive. You well, know what sure, I mean? Sure, because you don't want to visualize that <laughs> it's or like, like have visions of that. It's 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 strange. And so I just like disconnect my imagery when we're talking, like telling you stories. Know, we're friends so I, right now. So yeah, so I don't I'm allow not myself yeah, to see that. So, anyways, it it may be <laughs> TMI for you, and yet part of the reason why we are where we are is because this was a big piece of my journey of discovering this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thankful. So I'm about to tell the story that might be a little. Well, I you know, am doing just, what you did when I first told you. Okay, great. So it's all you can carry okay. on. Here we go. Here we go. So when I first started learning about hormonal balance, especially in the PMS period kind of way because mm-hmm. my periods were so intense before, you know. Yeah, I remember that. He used to call it the 10-day cycle. It was like half of the month I was just this like sensitive, crazy, you know, we're taught that we're are we're out of control of our emotions, we're a bitch, we're this, we're that, when really yeah. like people just get on your nerves on purpose a lot of the times. <laughs> yeah. And so what yeah. I didn't realize was it, that my hor- what was that? Sorry, I was just no. gonna say because it elicits a response, like yeah. they're just looking for a response. And like some and guys like it. that, it turns them on when you get mad. It's just odd. It's very odd. And so, but like, I respect it. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I respect their hustle. You know. Yeah. It's tumultuous for them too. Yeah. I can't play in that anymore. But no. yeah. So I realized that I had a hormonal imbalance when. I was, it was during sex and I was overly wet, like wetter than I'd ever been in my entire life. And I didn't like it. It was like uncomfortable. Has that ever happened to you? Mm, I mean, I, yeah, but not, I'm not uncomfortable with it. It was abnormal at this point. So I knew that it was like, that there was something wrong. So I was Googling it, you know, I'm like, what, you know, when you're too wet, what is the issue? And, and I found this test this that was a, I can't remember what the website was it was so long ago and it was having you answer all these different questions about your period and about your you know your behaviors and your tendencies and you know bodily yeah. physiological functions and all these things and so being too wet means you're low on progesterone Oh. Yeah. And I didn't even know about progesterone. Like we hear about estrogen. We know that estrogen is like the female hormone and progesterone is also a hormone that you need to have balance. So when you have too much estrogen and not enough progesterone, you'll be overly wet. When you have too much progesterone and not enough estrogen, you'll be overly dry. Oh. And so I... I started learning muscle testing at that point in time too. So yeah. like all these stories are like merging into one. And yeah. so I went to the vitamin shop and I was looking for an, a, a natural estrogen supplement because mm-hmm. I learned about synthetic estrogen and synthetic estrogen mimics the hormone estrogen in your body, but it does, it's not the real thing, but your body thinks yeah. that it's the real thing. Mm-hmm. And then your, your, the, your brain thinks it's the real thing and then your body knows it's not. So it'll store it. And so oh. there's like, like, uh, oh. synthetic estrogens in, uh, parabens that yeah. in your body. So, you talking in about all, that yeah. very young. Yeah. In all beauty products, most all beauty products, they will have, um, parabens that are, you know, and, and, uh, sulfates and all these things that then process in your body and they're inorganic compounds. So your body just stores them and it, it will, uh, it will create more fat cells to store these synthetic. Yeah. So you were telling me Yeah. Because that was also what was happening for me also is that 
I had this, you know, weight on my hips, you know, mm-hmm. this fat, excess fat on my hips, and yeah. I didn't understand where it was coming from. It was because of all the synthetic um, toxins yeah. that my body was creating fat cells to store it in. So anyways, so I was like muscle testing different supplements, and I found that supplement Estrologic. Oh, and yeah. So, Tried and true. Yeah. And so I started taking that, and I, I took one one because it, it says the dosage was two, and I, I just felt one was going to be right for me. And so I took one for 60 days mm-hmm. and then it balanced me. It totally changed I everything. I, I know, know it does. I, it, it really changed everything in my my hormonal system and my periods and, and everything. It changed everything for me. And even from this point with all the women that I've worked with, it has helped women not who were on the verge of going to have a hysterectomy to yeah. not have a hysterectomy. Yeah. You know, so you really want to check your hormones if your periods are crazy out of control and, yeah. and see if, you know, you, you are low on progesterone or estrogen because if you just balance those, it changes everything. It really does. Everything. And so that was the first part. And then what, what else started happening when it, my relationship started getting more tumultuous and it was like becoming more, um, you know, narcissistic and, you know, like abusive, right. More emotionally abusive. As we went on, I started having infections. I would get UTIs all the time. You always had a UTI. Mm-hmm. I would always have a UTI or a yeast infection mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And I had actually suffered from UTIs f- since whole my whole life. Yeah. Well, now fast forward to this point, come to find out it's because of the sexual trauma. Yeah. And so your 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 woman parts will have a reaction to something when it is when it doesn't want it, when it doesn't mm-hmm. feel safe. Or when it feels like it's violated, it will react, you know, with a, with an infection. Yeah. And so we're just like, oh, women, you get UTIs, you get yeast infections. Da, da, da. No, the reason that you're getting them is an emotional cause. It's yeah. because your body. It's a response. Yeah, it's a response. It's a defense mechanism. A defense mechanism. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Because once I went through all the healing of that, I have. Do not experience those. Me too. I had UTIs every month when mm-hmm. I was with the wrong person in high school. Like mm-hmm. I always had UTIs, or I, same thing was happening to me, and yeah. it was just, and I was getting cheated on, lied to, all yeah. everything. And when I left him, it, it cleared up. Right. I know. And just like you were saying earlier, ninety five percent of our communication is done subconsciously. So mm-hmm. even when they're lying, and you have that women's intuition, there's a reason. Yeah, because and they don't even something have there. to lie when they're doing mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm you're going to feel it and you're going to pick up on it. And I also realized too, like the betrayal, it usually they're doing it to serve themselves, not to hurt you. They're just acting in selfish ways. So, but unfortunately it does end up affecting us and we can feel it. And it clearly affects us because your pee, everything is thrown off. Yeah. So when your body is having a a reaction to someone that you're intimate with, if you're getting UTIs, if you're getting yeast infections, and I'm not talking about just one off here and there. I mean, it's like consistent or it happens multiple times or more than once. Nine times out of 10, your body is rejecting that. So then mm-hmm. upon further research, I found out that it really, it, your body really does have an allergic reaction to his dick, mm-hmm. especially if he's not the right one. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's just, it just genuinely does not mesh. Yeah. 
Or if you come to a point in a relationship where you feel resentful or angry, let's say like someone's had an affair on you or cheated on you or done something that has, it's now stacked emotion and you're now at this point where you're, you know, internally irritated at them. And then you find yourself not wanting to have sex with them or being sexually drawn to them or being like passionately drawn to them anymore. And yet they still are kind of, you know, asking for it or wanting it or making you feel bad for it. And then you do it when you don't really want to, you're going to have a reaction. Yeah. And it's just completely, it did, the whole experience is awful. You're almost like, I, at least me personally, I dissociate during it. I like want it to be over. I'm counting down the seconds. I'm like doing anything I can to make it stop. And that's just not a healthy way to live. And it's obviously in that moment too, you realize that I probably shouldn't be with this person or this probably isn't the situation I should be in right now. But for some reason, here I am. And that leads you to have to learn lessons and go through things to have more self-strength ultimately to leave or voice your concerns or voice your opinions or say no. It can teach you how to say no. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not speaking your truth when yeah. you feel a certain type of way. Like even your experience, you yeah. know, tell them what happened the last time. I'm like, which time? <laughs> Wait, which time? The time when you're when you had you got strep. Oh my god. Okay, so this was recent. Here's a little tea for you. <laughs> and last Two. October, I was engaging in sexual activities, right? And I didn't want. I immediately felt something, and I saw him, and I said, "I feel like some you've been with somebody else." And we were fully together, and he's like, "What? No, 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 no!" But I felt it, and my throat immediately started hurting. The next morning I woke up, I had strep throat. I've never had strep throat in my life. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, she was sick. Sick. I would, could not get out of bed. I could not. So it was the worst pain I had ever, no, not ever, but it just was the worst. And I knew, and with him, it was really, it was, I wouldn't say it was rare. It was probably every few months I would get very sick with him or UTI or yeast. In fact, something would go down. My throat, I would get like tonsillitis again. And that only ever happened when I was with my very first boyfriend who, like I said earlier, was a liar, a cheater, and a fraud. <laughs> and so when that was starting to happen again with this guy, I was like, oh my God, no. You're no. like, what is the life lesson? Why? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I had strep throat. And I didn't realize it was strep throat because again, I never had it. But I had gotten really bad sore throats and tonsillitis throughout my life. And... I dealt with that for 10 days and that was the absolute worst. And I, again, should have listened to my intuition. He yeah. definitely was. If you're feeling like someone else has been here, somebody else has been there. Yeah. And we're not saying that every single time that you have some type of infection or bodily response to someone that it's because that person is cheating on you. Because there is the rare no. case when they're not. It's only when you feel that they are. Yeah, that was when I knew. Yeah. Like I, that was when I knew that was the cause. Yeah. Because a lot of times you will have these responses in your body when you have had sexual trauma that you remember or mm -hmm. don't remember because I didn't even remember the earliest experience that I had as a toddler until remember. we did ayahuasca. I didn't – yeah, the same thing. I didn't remember what happened to me when I was a child either until – ayahuasca and breath work and I saw it and I was there yeah. again and I was like oh my god it all yeah you'll shut out a lot of things but I had you experienced do. sexual trauma obviously throughout high school and things like that 
And so that I had experienced that consciously. And so to have something come up that was unconscious, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's a, it's our lineage. You know, my mom was, her mom was, you know, it's like all the way back, especially with women. It's historically, most women have experienced some type of rape, whether it's being raped by their husband because their husband has taken ownership over them or whether it's a date rape where you say no, but then give in because you don't want them to be mad at you. That's still... That's yeah. still considered a certain type of rape. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't heal that within yourself, you're going to pass it to your children. I wish I would have known about this before I had children so that I could, you know, have healed that within myself so that my own child didn't experience it. And yet I didn't learn about that until I was older. And, you know, fortunately for us, we've been able to heal that within ourselves Through different healing modalities and our own healing methods and, you know, just the retreats that we go on. And so now my children's children are not going to ancestrally be subject to that because we've healed that within ourselves. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and you try to protect your children from these, from these things happening and, you know, it's just it, it genetically within them that they will fear or have the fear gene for those experiences and then attract those experiences to themselves. Because unfortunately in this dimensional reality, there are perpetrators, you know, and they do prey on the innocent and the young. And, you know, we can't be like, you have to watch out for these people because then that instills fear and will attract it. So it's kind of like, what the fuck? You know, we have to heal it within ourselves and teach our our children to be strong and empowered. And when they say no, they mean no. And, you know, they're not going to be less than or not liked because they say no, like their Mm -hmm. no is powerful. So instilling that deep sense of confidence within them is going to help them. And, you know, it's not only girls, it happens to young boys too. You know, it's, it's like, it's with, it's riddled in our society in our reality, in all cultures, it's like the main thing, you know, yeah. sex and money. And so yeah. it's just about power. healing it and power because that's really what it is about mm-hmm. is, is taking the power. And so, yeah. you know, it is about healing that. So if you do have any kind of sexual trauma or wounding, you have to heal that. You can't just think it away. Like it, it has to be healed on an energetic, emotional and brain level. Yeah. And it is possible. Yeah. Because it truly is. Right. I mean, we're talking about it so nonchalant right now. And whereas years ago, it would have been, you couldn't even you bring it up. You couldn't even, it, yeah, yeah, you couldn't talk about it. Couldn't bring it up. It would elicit such a deep, intense emotional response. And to go through so many healings and awakenings and understandings, it really does put you on a different trajectory yeah. to where it feels like that didn't even happen to me. Exactly. Because the memory is rewritten. So mm-hmm. it's not even the same. It doesn't, it's not, you know, we only remember 40 to 60% factual evidence of things that have happened to us. So that means that our memories are malleable. And because they're malleable, we can change them. And that's so fortunate that we can do that to be able to heal ourselves and release ourselves. Because even when we were in ayahuasca, when I saw that discovery, it was like so crazy. The minute I saw it, I just felt so much prickly throughout my yoni and my uterus and it was just so healing so even plant medicine is very healing when it's done in the right conditions you know as well so there's so many different ways for you to heal yourself and heal these things you know we do these types of healings in Hawaii specifically because it it, it, you have to if we're going to heal women collectively this is the way that we're going to do it and it's not a one-off healing session this is a journey 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it it's a journey ends, yeah. of discovering who you are, you know, as a woman standing in this power, healing yourself for all the women that came before you and all yeah. the women coming after you. So it, it's an honor, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So the the reality is you can be allergic to his dick. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry if you are. Yeah. But <laughs> better is yet to come. Yeah. And if you're with someone who is a good man, he can help you heal. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many ways that he can help you. They will you be heal. gentle with you. They'll be kind with you. They'll be patient with you. They would never ever try to take away your power or override your request. They'll listen to you because they'll view you as a person and not as a thing. Yeah. And the yoni does need the lingam in order to be able to come to full, you know, fruition. It's that masculine feminine balance. So, so there, there is a beautiful side to this as well. So it's not like, oh, you had a UTI or, or candida, leave him. Oh no, he's not, he's the worst. No, that's not what we're saying. We're just using our personal. Yeah experiences and what we learned from those personal experiences and that ultimately helped free us from being stuck with people who because it wasn't like the only thing that was bad was the sexual part or like the infection it was multiple things that were wrong with this person Mm -hmm. well I don't want to say that in that way but I will say wrong with the relationship wrong with the relationship relationship. intense the relationship was just intense in general yeah and you know there's also a disclaimer that if you have intuition about the person that you're with we're always in a karmic cycle and you're either in a karmic cycle of attracting toxicity or you're in a karmic cycle of attracting the highest and best for you so you just have to gauge where you're at and be real with yourself because usually we're in a a karmic cycle of toxicity until we wake up and and change our patterns and heal heal ourselves and the way we do relationships because we're not taught how to do relationships because the people that we were raised by didn't even know how to do relationships. That's who we learned from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can use it as an opportunity. Every challenge ultimately can give us an answer to something and you can use it as an opportunity to heal any self-rejection as well because sometimes that it'll be flared up when you're rejecting yourself and therefore rejecting other people and they're still entering your space. It'll flare up in some way. So it's a really pivotal tool to heal self-rejection as well because when you have experienced if you have experienced that kind of trauma from a young age or even any time in your life unconsciously you might blame yourself or have some sort of I should have done this or there should have been more caution whatever the story or the narrative is and that can lead to rejection of self and then Mm -hmm. it leads you to want to shut everybody out and you just feel very isolated and feel very alone and it's not it, that's just like, I wouldn't want anyone to go through It's that. not your fault. It's not. It really isn't. I remember when I told my dad because I was, I was, it, I was 15 years old. I was drugged. I was raped. Yeah. And I told my dad and he said, well, you shouldn't have been there. And I just remember so being like, oh my it's God, it was true. my fault. Right. Like, like it was, and I know that was because he didn't know what to do about it, you know, because my dad was such a, a very like, when someone hurt his family, he would retaliate, you know, yeah. like he would, he wouldn't let someone hurt us. And then to hear that and not, and feel so helpless and not be yeah. able to do anything about it. I can understand from his position. He, of course, that's going to be his default, you know? And for me being a young girl, it was like, 
you immediately just start thinking there's something wrong with you that you yeah, did something wrong. No. And like, yeah, no, you didn't do anything wrong. There are perpetrators in the world that that do they they prey on the ones who have that wounding, who yeah. feel like they're victims because it's the law of attraction. If you feel like a victim, you're going to attract someone to victimize you. That's just the yeah. way that it is. So you yeah. have to learn to dissolve that victim identity and step into your power from a place of core power. And then those things will never happen. I know. I, I was I can't remember exactly what it was. I know I told you about it, how they they asked these different um, serial killers, you know, they showed them different images of different people and they were like, you know, who would you, who oh, would you target? You told me about yeah. this. I, I think I saw it on, it was like, like on Joe slap, Rogan like, or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, so they, they statistically went through these different perpetrators and they, they showed them all different images of different people. And every single one of them chose the people that looked more timid, that were mm-hmm. like slouched walking, that looked scared watching, that were clutching their purse walking, those kind of things. And the ones that were standing up strong and tall and in their core, like, if you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck you up <laughs> energy. They didn't need, they would pass them by. So yeah. I would suggest getting into some type of martial arts because I know when I'm serious, when <laughs> no, I started I Muay Thai, it's it was like, no, I know. My, it was night and day. It was yeah. like anybody came near me, they were going to get a kick to the fucking moon. Yeah. And it does, it just empowers you in a different way. And they have classes you can take for exercise. So it's not like, yeah. oh, I have to go do karate. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, like the Muay Thai, you know, yeah. those kind of things. And then I do agree with the self-defense that teach women how to protect themselves. Although I do feel like on some level that's sort of preparing you to fight yeah. in that way. So you just – that's so why I like Muay Thai because it's just it's just more empowering for me yeah. anyway personally. So there are some things – a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Like I said, it's a journey. You're not going to get there in a day. Just take what you want from this conversation and leave the rest behind. The Whatever. trash truck's coming. Take out the trash. Yeah, take out the trash. Throw it Let out. Let it go. It's time for you to attract healthy relationships yeah. and people and, you know, be able to make love and have sex yeah. and not have any experiences, just joy. That's what it's meant to be. Yeah. A union, really. Mm-hmm. And the more that we come into our wholeness, the more that we come into our connection to our self-esteem and our value and our worth, the more that we're going to cause everyone else, especially the men, to vibrate up to that it's level. It's true. They have, they'll have no choice. They have to. They won't have any options mm-hmm. if, if we – I don't know. <laughs> My mind just literally won't they have any options. <laughs> <laughs> no, the men won't have any options to choose from if everyone is strong and – in their knowing of what they deserve and what yeah. they're willing to put up with. Yep, exactly. And if and you know, this is my personal opinion from my personal experience. Ninety nine percent of the time, if someone cheats on you, fucking leave. Yes. Not only scientifically, You'll never does ever, it stay stored in your brain. It. it also emotionally, your brain will always be constantly in that protection mode. Yeah. And also you have to go through a period. It's a trauma. Ultimately, yeah. it is a trauma. And you have to go through a period where you heal from that. And you cannot heal with someone who is the person mm-hmm. who was the cause of it because it's going to be consistently triggered. You're never mm-hmm. going to heal. From- you have to be alone. 
through it. Yeah. Very rarely can you stay with someone and honestly be truly happy and feel safe and love that person. It, it's oh, it's no. almost impossible mm-hmm. unless you go on a deep journey of deep healing. And, and you they can, do too. Yeah. And you can come to a real uh, understanding and a realization of how and why that thing occurred in the first place and heal all of those, you know, um, infringements that you have within yourself. Yeah. It's possible. You just have to do the work. You can't just say, oh, I forgive you. I'm staying with you because I'm attached to you and I'll die without you because that's subconsciously what you think. Yeah. And even if you stay with them and you're not mad, you feel like you're not mad or resent them, it's going to show up in some other way, physically, emotionally, mentally. It's, it just is, it's going to show up in more stressing. You're going to, it creates a disconnect and a, a, it's just not. And you're triggered in certain ways. If he doesn't text you at the right time or if he stays out late with his friends or what you're always, always going to be like, it's just not worth it. You deserve more than that. You, you deserve do. better than that. And it's not worth it to him either because if he really is sorry and never does it again, he's actually giving himself a life sentence by staying with you. So for all the guys that listen to this too, if you are, you know, if you, if you are not loyal or faithful to your woman and she finds out, just do her a favor and just leave the situation because that's the best thing that you can do to balance your karma because when you when you stay you're you're putting yourself in a position where you're just always going to be judged you know and feel like you owe them something yeah and then go to work on that ego desire of why you did that in the first place because you're you're going to destroy yourself it's it's behavior that you cannot sustain it and it's that insatiable ego that cause that compels you to do it in the first place that you'll never be able to feed enough no it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger because it's it might just be in the area of relationships right now but it's truly in the area of every area of your life it's affecting every area of your life yeah and everyone's gonna have a life review it's just the way that it is it's in every tradition it's in every religion you know there is that weighing your heart against a feather so you you gotta just do the karmic work you just have to that's why you're here in this life so that you can have a good life yeah ultimately the nobody is perfect I do feel like it's intentional to go through certain things challenges tribulations whatever to reach a state of deeper understanding and higher learning ultimately to Mm -hmm. clear out karma and to be on the positive side of karma as well yeah, exactly. You don't also have to feel like you're in a life sentence because you've done something wrong or you did bad things when you were younger or last year. You can make the difference and you yeah. can start making the changes and have good things come to you and let go of any shame or guilt that you've ever felt. Right. Learn from it. Move on. Yeah. And when you're faced with that situation again, and you will be because this universe is about cycles and rhythms, yeah. choose something different. And then you, yeah. and then you change your fate, you change your karma, you change everything. So, yeah. you know, the biggest takeaways is value yourself, honor yourself, pay attention to your body, listen to the cues that you're receiving from the universe, align with your core self and your self-esteem so that you can live the harmonious life and have the good relationships that you want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. and that's a wrap (laughs) that's all thank you everyone for listening you can check us out at talkmysticaltome.com for other episodes to subscribe to our email list to stay connected you can check out our merch at sacredvisions.com um tiktok instagram yeah, is all TikTok, instagram to yep randina marie on instagram kaylee alexa on instagram so that's me. yeah 
And Hawaii is coming up August 2023, retreat.com. So look into that as well because if that is calling you, then... And I don't know about you, but I will be healing my relationship patterns while I'm there because <laughs> I just got strep throat not even seven months ago, and clearly I have some more things to clear up. I think you've done a really good job, though. Thank you. I think so, too. I mean, walking away from something that is hard to walk away from, everyone should oh, be so commended hard. for it. It is. So look at so what hard. happens when you finally do and heal those attachments. You yeah. feel so much better and more free. You do. It's so, it's so interesting to, like, move from one phase of life into the next. It's like the old is still sort of there because the memory is just, like, literally just happened. Like, in between worlds. In between worlds, Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that that's what the flamingo represents and the flamingo is Did you see I just sent you I, – I opened my TikTok earlier and there was a people doing yoga with flamingos. <laughs> it's so like – Flamingos between. is like my sign. It was her sign. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it the was. wrong soulmate. <laughs> well, well, not the wrong right one. It was the right lesson. The time. Right, right it was just one, a right little time. too brutal for my liking, but it's okay. Yeah. It's that's so how we did our underworld revolution. Now you know more clearly what you want, what you tolerate, what you want. Your subconscious mind knows how to scan for indications and you can more focus on the man that you want to be with and then you'll know him when you see him. Yeah, for now I would love to be with myself. Yeah. I'm good. I feel that. I'm good off men. All right. I love you all. If you're allergic to his dick, make sure you choose a different one. (laughs) (laughs) Or figure it out. And I'm also sorry if you are. It's a lot. But it'll get better. It's all for growth. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Bye.